Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network. Broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. The X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio Show or endorsed in any manner by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, the Exxon Broadcast Network, its affiliated networks, stations, employees, or advertisers. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Welcome back, everyone. This is the X-Zone. I am Rob McConnell, coming to you from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, our satellite affiliates, radio affiliates, and on iHeartRadio. If you'd like to find out what the programming is available on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit www.xzbn.net. And don't forget, you can get the, uh, let me see, the October-November issue of the X-Chronicles newspaper, online at www.xchroniclesnewspaper.com with our compliments. You can download it, share it, do whatever you'd like with it, but read it. All right, my guest this hour is Marshall Masters, and uh, Marshall is a former CNN Science Features news producer, freelance writer, television analyst, and the publisher of YahooUSA.com. Since 1999, he has been researching earth changes and Niburu fly-by-related topics, including... Sustainable survival communities, catastrophic crop circles, impact events, and future technologies. Like many others, Marshall sees a dark cloud coming. What makes him different is that he also sees a silver lining, a noble and inspiring Star Trek future. His website is marshallmasters.com. That's M-A-R-S-H-A-L-L-M-A-S-T-E-R-S.com. And Marshall, welcome back, bud. It's a pleasure to be back. Hey, what happened on September 27th? Everybody was expecting the end of the world. Again. That I wasn't. Um, you know. No, I know you weren't, but I figured since you, you know, you kind of watch these end of the world people that uh, maybe you had an inkling on 
why they thought well, it was going to happen. Yeah, I mean, I follow this stuff, and you know, there was a lot of hubbub around uh, the eclipse. There was mm -hmm. a lot of hubbub around the uh, uh, Revelation twelve. Yeah. Uh, thing and what happens when you have these date-driven events is what I call an expectation stampede. And so there's a, there's a given date, and there are a lot of people that'll just start pumping because they can make money. It's just pure feed the beast, and what sells is fear. It's one of the reasons why there's so much fear porn on YouTube these days uh, on Planet X. And uh, there's a lot of good reporting, but also I'm seeing a number of sites. It's really, you could count it on one hand mostly, and uh, they're monetizing the topic and pumping stuff yeah. every day. And so the way you get people coming back is you keep them scared. It's that, you know, sit around the campfire and telling ghost stories and the hook dragged through the car, Ooh, I gotcha. you know, and everybody like that. And then eat your marshmallow, go to bed. <laughs> and <laughs> that's the way it works. And so what'll happen is you get a, you get a date driven event. Right. And, right. uh, what will happen, you know, you have the guys that are monetizing, but also you have disinformation operatives. And what they do is they turn up the volume on this. They they don't necessarily do something themselves because they're not all that creative. And they sure don't come across like original people. But they'll find somebody who does. And then all of a sudden, this person starts getting a huge amount of traffic. And uh, you look at a YouTube video and you see the uh, number of subscribers is relatively low, but then they're turning in these massive numbers when you go to look at other sites that'll have high number of subscriptions. And then you start looking at if they're allowing uh, freeform contents, uh, comments in the comment section. That's where you can really tell the difference where certain channels are getting favored with uh, search engine algorithms to drive traffic at them. And the whole point of it is, is that once you have this non-event, everybody that was pulled into it and bought into the fear porn, and now there's nothing to show for it, uh, they've got friends and family going, there you go again. You know, and it's all right. that humiliation and embarrassment. And what they do is they go, well, I'm never going to. I'm never going to fall for this again. So they stop thinking outside the box. They just go mainstream fake news. And that's as far as they'll go from that. And that's really what the intention is. So when I see this manipulation going on, mm -hmm. they just do it. It's the way it is. And uh, they pair off. Usually they get the newbies. People who are doing this first time around, and they burn them pretty good and humiliate them. All right, stand by, so buddy. We've got to take our break. Exxon Nation, Marshall Masters, and I will be back on the other side of this break as we continue here in the Exxon from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, 
Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Zone Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. Welcome back, everyone. Marshall Masters is my guest this hour, www.marshallmasters.com. Marshall, in your latest article, signs number 17, crustal undulation, how do you pronounce that? You got it, crustal undulation. All right, you formally announced that you call crustal undulation. That's right. And it's really what we're seeing right now. Uh, I've been tracking this in one way or another for quite some time actually mm-hmm. it goes back to the very beginning and uh, when i started yowza back in 1999 the the guy who helped me was a government whistleblower and really knew the game and at that time he said uh, don't talk about chemtrails you'll wind up in a grave and this was early on so i didn't see any point in uh throwing myself under that bus not at that time Glad to see guys like Dane Wigington are doing it. That doesn't mean I stop following the topic because we are seeing weather modifications. Actually, it's geoengineering. It's terraforming that they're doing. And in the process of, you know, continually analyzing, well, what are they doing? What exactly are they spraying and they're putting in the sky? And then all of a sudden... This is when I started to see a pattern emerge. This was over a year and a half ago. And I was looking at, because back in 1999, when we published our article on global warming, what we said is increasing solar luminosity, which at that time, the Max Planck Institute said the same thing four years later, although you won't find that article anymore, that's for sure. Uh, But... The, we have the sun is, you know, it's getting brighter. Think about the UV warnings that you're getting. Now, I mean, when you, you and I were kids, how often did you see 50 SPF suntan lotion in the store? No, really, never, never, never. you know, now, I mean, it's like, whoa, Hey guys, you know, get the wheels on the wagon. You got to get that on there. And so, I started breaking down the constituent Mm -hmm. alloys and the chemicals that they were putting into the chemtrail spraying. Of course, we all know aluminum right at the top 
of the list, and you have barium and sulfuric acid and other things. That It's just a witch's brew. It's just a witch's brew. But I started looking at that recently, and this is the reason why I came forward with this notion of undulation, although I first introduced the concept back in March to my readers. But it was doing that that got me, well, what's the one thing? If somebody's going to say, well, prove your theory of crustal undulation, what's causing it, and that's solar radiation, how can you prove it? Well, chemtrailing proves it. And if your listeners do their homework, they'll research on the Internet that uh, they'll just say, what is in chemtrail spraying? And then take a look at each of those elements specifically to see what their reflectivity is, how they reflect light. All right, let me ask, let, let's just stop there. Let's say somebody is just listening to us for the first time. And they've never heard about chemtrails. Can you explain to them what they are? Chemtrails, we see them overhead every day. And in some places, we'll see them more than once a day. And there are folks that say, well, it's contrails. It's just vapor coming from the back of jets. And that's one of the ways that it's, you know, trivialized and rationalized away. Uh, the fact is that commercial jets in the United States use high bypass fan jet engines. And the only time they're going to make a contrail is if they're in extreme conditions like around the equator. Uh, but in our benign latitudes, they're not going to do it. You're going to get it from military jets or from private planes. But commercial, it's all high-bypass fan jet engines. They're putting a lot of cold air out the back of right. that engine. So you're not going to have the condensation. And they build it up that way. That's how they do it. But what the chemtrail spraying is, and... The, the one guy that really is doing the best research on this is Dane Wegenton at uh, geoengineeringwatch.org. Uh, he's done a lot of the science, but I mean, I've known about this since I started Yowza in 1999. And, uh, you know, even though I knew about it in 1999, I was warned specifically, you talk about this, you're going to eat a bullet. And so I never did. What they're doing with the spraying is that they are reflecting photons from the sun back into space. That is, there's a lot of different reasons for what they're doing with the spraying. You know, they get one idea going and it's like, oh, we can do these other four or five other things too. Great, let's do it. You know, let's, let's uh, put... Uh, engineered bacteria and viruses in there so we can see how easy it is to make people sick. They've done that. Uh, but principally what they're doing is reflecting light back into space. And because our sun is reacting, interacting, if I would say, with Nemesis. That's the brown dwarf star, its companion, that is right now behind the sun and which we're going to see in a few years. We're going to see the planets that are in orbit around that sun much sooner, and we already are. But Nemesis and our sun are interacting. And as a result of that, we are getting more luminosity. We're also getting much more radiation. And the thing about it is photons carry radiation. 
And a lot of people, when they look at this, they think of the visible light spectrum because we tend to go to our senses, mm -hmm. you know, what we can taste, smell, feel, so forth. Right. Well, when you're talking about light, you're talking about the visible light spectrum is very narrow because you've got ultraviolet and infrared. All right. And so that makes it very wide. Well, here's where the chemtrail spraying validates my crustal undulation causality is that when you start going through and looking at the different constituent elements of chemtrail sprays, some are better at visible light and infrared, for example. Others are better at UV and so forth. And what you see when you start weighing them on a value scale is that what the mix that they're spraying is designed to reflect photons in all three spectrums. Okay, infrared, visible light, and UV. And so that the whole point of it is that they want to get these photons back in space because the photons are carrying the radiation. The radiation is what's causing the heat. The lithosphere of the planet is receiving this. Now, how do we know that all of this increased solar radiation is affecting the planet? Well, let's look at the ice pack melting on Greenland. Now, folks would say, well, it's melting from the top down. Looks that way to me. No. The fact is, in Greenland, it is the melt, the melting is underneath. The ground beneath the ice is warming. Now, how's it warming if it's buried under a glacier? Where's the light coming from? Where's the heat coming from to warm that rocky surface underneath the ice pack in Greenland? And so we know that there's more radiation being absorbed by the planet. Now, how this affects us is what I call crustal undulation, which goes to, if you look at uh, Edgar Cayce, he predicted a pole shift was going to be the result of uh, uneven currents within the core of the planet, that there were things happening in the core of the planet. Well, you have the heat that is getting to the surface. That surface is trans you know, going down through the lithosphere, the crust and the mantle, it's being carried. So you have this uneven extra heating and it's very incremental. It's very small, but a little difference can go a long ways. And the undulation is literally, when I call it crustal undulation, the crust of the earth, there are wave motions that are being caused by uneven anomalous heating and cooling as the result of increased solar radiation coming in from the sun's interaction with Nemesis. Now, how is this manifesting? Right now, if you are in Mississippi, along the Mississippi River, you know there's a 120-mile stretch of the Mississippi where they're seeing riverbed. Uh, shipping rates have gone up dramatically in certain parts of the Mississippi. That's going to impact us at the store. Uh, we're also seeing increases in volcanism. We're seeing increases in earthquakes. 
the ring of fire is much more intense. Uh, we have super volcanoes that are heating up in Italy and Yellowstone in the United States. So there's a lot of this going on. We also have other anomalous patterns where we have sinkholes, earth trumpets, and so forth. Now, an important thing is, with the exception of earth trumpets, which I think is, is pretty much a relatively new thing we've seen in the last decade. But the other things that we're talking about all are established phenomena, all right? Sinkholes, yes, they've you know, always been around. Yeah. Ask somebody who was born and raised in Florida. But all of a sudden, you're having sinkholes in places where you never had sinkholes before. You have land tearing, literally just shredding, pulling apart. And so we're seeing also in Brazil and Uruguay where the ocean is receding at great distances away from the shoreline. But, Mar but Marshall, for some time. Marshall, if the ocean is receding in Brazil, wouldn't the ocean also be receding at on every coast? Well, this is the part of crustal undulation is that it's not an even process. So how it's does how an does... even process that is going to affect different parts of the planet in different ways. It just simply depends on where you're, frankly, where you're catching the wave. Well, you know, if if I put my finger in a glass of water, the, the glass, the water rises throughout the circumference of the glass. I take my finger out of that glass, the water goes down the entire circumference of the glass. So how would this work with the oceans? Well, it doesn't, you know, it's not that the oceans themselves are changing. Okay. But when you're seeing them receding, is it because what's really happening is could you have seabed offshore? Mm-hmm that is subsiding, sinking, and then coming back? Uh, is the landmass rising? Doesn't have to rise by much to do that. So what you're talking about is not the water is changing, but it is the earth underneath the water column that is changing. Now, this was something we started spotting many uh, years ago, about eight, nine years ago. And... Uh, sonar boys are all around the world. Listen, you and you, and, I hate to I interrupt you, but I've got to take my break here and I don't want to uh, have to, sure. uh, you know, kind of cut you off midstream. So please stand by. Marshall Masters is my guest. www.marshallmasters.com. And we'll be back on the other side talking more about these weird earth changes. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net.
Welcome back, everyone. Marshall Masters is my special guest for this hour, www.marshallmasters.com. And I'm sorry I had to interrupt you there, my friend, but as you know, the brakes are hard, so if you could please continue where you left off. Okay, and help me with that. Where do we catch <laughs> All right, I, we were talking about the um, the uh, the seacoast in Brazil, where the where the ocean stays out and is going further right. away from the landmass. And I asked you, well, how can that be possible if it's just in Brazil? Wouldn't it be have the same effect around the world? No, it's not going to have the same. That's the whole point of crustal undulation, is that it's uneven heating and cooling. It's not even, and. When you start looking at all of the different anomalous things in there, they, especially since August of this year, there's really been a strong uptick in all of this anomalous uh, events that are happening. And when you're watching mainstream news, it's really hard to get a beat on it. You can't connect the dots with what is happening here with what is happening there because they have a three-tier strategy. First, they'll ignore it if they can. And if they can't ignore it, they'll mm -hmm. localize and trivialize it. And then if they have somebody that's talking and has, uh, you know, they have, they have a good beat on the narrative, then they'll attack them. They'll get personal and they'll take them down. So it's impossible for us to really observe these things uh, in a very simple way from day to day by watching, reading the paper turning on the news and looking at things and connecting the dots. Now, there are some things that don't connect to crustal undulation. All right. Right now, we have terrible fires in California. Yes. We've had, you know, the West is just absolutely on fire. Um, I feel sorry for all those people up in Napa. They, they've, uh, from what I've read recently, they found over 40 bodies. And I know it's I'm horrible. I'm sure they're going to find more. Yeah. And uh, you also have the uh, horrendous fires that are going on in Spain and Portugal right now that have taken several lives. And people are, you know, they're going, well, is Planet X causing this? And I don't see, with forest fires, I don't see where you have crustal undulation being a part of that. That actually more is to do with chemtrail spraying, which was global, because the chemtrail spraying is spraying desiccants, dries things out. You know, you get, uh, you buy something from the store, comes in a box, you open it up, and there's that little desiccant package that's designed to keep the moisture out of it. That's desiccant. And they spray that. Well, when they're spraying desiccant on the trees, then the trees are drying out. And, uh, then you're, you know, what will happen mm -hmm. is, pow, you have a tree that in, when it's normal and it's healthy, uh, it has ample water, you know, it's not going to be as susceptible to fire. It still will be. Yes. But if you have a tree that's been dried out because they're spraying desiccants on it, what you have is a piece of fuel. And it's just the fires are going to rage and they're going to go crazy. So I see more of what's happening with the fires as being a result of direct chemtrail spraying. 
likewise, I'm seeing other things that not necessarily connected with crustal undulation, which would be uh, what's happening with the hurricanes. And if you notice with the hurricanes, I mean, Harvey hit Houston head on. And um, But you look at the ones that were coming up and, yeah, they took out San Jose. And San Jose is just, oh, my gosh, that island has just really been brutalized. And I think there's not much interest in really helping those people from what I see. Because oh, you mean Puerto Rico? People. Puerto Rico, right, excuse right, me, okay. yeah. Because it's bankrupt already, you know. So it's like, ah, they're bankrupt. <laughs> Let them fend for themselves. And, but on the other hand, think about when you watch these hurricanes and what are they doing? They're, they're actually missing major cities like in Florida. You know, Miami was supposed to get body slammed. It wasn't. All right. And so... They're working, they're literally threading the needle as these things go north. And what happens? They devolve into these major regional storms that dump huge amounts of water into the eastern U.S. And so I think what's happening right now is you have weather modification, which is HARP. And uh, they're also using the spring in conjunction with HARP. And they're aiming these things so that while these hurricanes could start naturally, mm -hmm. and I think that they are starting naturally, but once they get to a point where they can steer them, they kind of steer them so that they do as little damage as possible but bring a huge amount of water up into the eastern U.S., which is where the vast majority of the population of the country lives. And if you want to maintain a sense of normalcy in people's lives, uh, then you need to get the water up into the atmosphere so you can do that. And so that's, I see them moving, you know, I see the water being moved. But so at a. But, but wait a sec, wait a sec, wait a sec, wait a sec, hold hmm. on. Here. Why would they have to do that? The East Coast already has a lot of water, it doesn't need this, it makes no sense. They're doing it for whatever reason they're doing. But if we yeah. can, if we can substantiate, they're moving, they're, if, if they're we... moving water from the western United States to the eastern. Okay, the yeah, but just a sec, just a sec, so just a sec, just a sec. This is a great theory. It's a conspiracy theory, but what's it based on? Okay, the you're talking about navigating the hurricanes. Yeah, it's based on. Look at the storm tracks. Look at the storm tracks. You know, one of the first things that I noticed happens is the minute mm -hmm. the hurricane has made landfall and now it's pretty much the show is over, they really don't keep following it. That's one of the good things, that there's a lot of people on YouTube that are doing good research work. Yeah, but there's a lot of crap on YouTube. The storm tracks. But there's a lot of crap the... on YouTube, Marshall. We just can't take I anything agree. that's on the Internet as, as valid. My God, I was able to get my dog a PhD in five minutes on the Internet. So, come on. There is a lot of... Hey, there's a lot of disinformation on the internet, but there's also a lot of disinformation on fake news channels. Yeah, but we're, we're not talking about the disinformation factor. We're talking about 
where, you know, like, it's so easy to come up with a conspiracy theory that, that the government is, is tracking the weather across, uh, you know, to certain parts of the United States. How come this city's not getting hit? How come that city's not getting hit? Where's the proof that there is, in fact, government manipulation of weather? Well, there's plenty of proof of government manipulation of weather. Where? All right. I've seen them spraying over my head. I've seen chemtrail jets come down at 10,000 feet and spray. And when you see it at 10,000 feet mm -hmm. instead of 25,000 feet, it really is impressive because it comes out. It's kind of an oily film when they spray it out of the back of the jet. And then what happens is instead of like if it were condensation, it would just evaporate yeah, right. before your eyes. Yeah. It doesn't do that. What happens is you get this real thick mucus-looking spray coming from behind the jet, and it's following a great, great distance. It takes a long time for this to aerosol completely. And then I'm sitting there, and I'm, I'm just watching it, and it clumps like into dingo balls, okay? Mm. <laughs> it looks like dingo balls, you know? And so you get these clumping balls. Condensation does not clump, all right? Then the, these clumps start to drop. And as they drop, then they start disassembling into a mist. They start, that's where they start aerialist, the, the aerosol effect really starts to kick in. And I'm sitting there and I'm watching this stuff. And I come from the I will believe my own lying eyes all right, school of thought. And yeah, anybody can sit there and they can say chemtrail doesn't happen. You know, the interesting thing is when I was sitting there watching this jet chemtrailing me at 10,000 feet and seeing this filth coming out of it, there was a woman walking her dog and I said, look up, see what they're spraying. She didn't look up. She looked at me like I had three eyes in my head, turned around, scared as dickens mm -hmm. because she's going, oh, my God, he's one of those, and ran off like a scalded cat. All right. So if, if people – how are you going to get people to look at the evidence? How are you going to get people to look at the facts if they won't even look up? That's the problem. So for you, chemtrail spraying could be a conspiracy theory. Mm -hmm. For me, I look up. I see it. I see the same squadron of jets every day laying the same crisp. You know, they laid these checkerboard patterns in the sky. But how come if, 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 if chemtrails are real, then how come these chemtrail patterns are only isolated they're not getting reported around the world no they're being reported around the world well i'll tell you and something I, I i'll tell you something i've been across you know, canada and i've been across canada never seen a chemtrail uh, except jet con trails i've been throughout the united states looking up looking for ufos and the other weird stuff we talk about never seen a chemtrail see contrails well, not chemtrails been throughout the caribbean see, europe never seen a chemtrail Contrails, yes. Well, chemtrails, no. If you're looking for contrails, you're going to see contrails 
But if you're looking up and you're seeing patterns, they're spraying, they spray at different times, different places. And so what I can tell you is mm -hmm. what you're not seeing, I see all the time. But the mind will also see what the mind wants to see. And the, and the mind will not see what the mind does not want to see as well. I want proof. I don't want hearsay. I want proof. And I think the people, no matter where they are, deserve the truth. Not conspiracy theories, not hypotheses, but proof. If you say something, you should be have to prove it. What would you consider? I mean... You know, it's funny, you're saying that, uh, if you've spent any, you ought to go watch Dane Wigington's site. I mean, this guy's got the proof. He's got the lab tests. He has the testimony. He has mountains of proof. Then how come it's not common knowledge? Because you're not going to get a congressman to talk about it. You're not going to get a mainstream reporter to do anything. There are things that they will talk about and things they will absolutely not talk about. Well, let's talk about this more on the other side of this break. Marshall Masters is our guest, marshallmasters.com. This is the Exxon. I am Rob McConnell, and we'll be back as we continue around the world on the Exxon Broadcast Network and iHeartRadio. Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone radio show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Zone broadcast network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. Marshall Masters is our special guest this hour, Exxon Nation, www.marshallmasters.com. Marshall, why wouldn't a congressman or a senator come out and talk about chemtrails? Wouldn't it be to their, their political advantage if they were to prove that the government was suppressing information? Absolutely not. Why? They want to stay alive. 
But what about and what about they the go power to the feed trough? They won't do it. But you know, there's already been documentaries have been produced, and they've been put on television. Mm -hmm. I saw one of the documentaries, by the way, on Netflix of all places. Yeah. And they were running up and down the halls of Congress with a camera going, sir, what do you think about chemtrails? Mm -hmm. I am telling you, man, these guys were like bailing left and right. They, they get that deer in the headlight look. Oh, my God. He's asking about that. I agree with you. I agree with you. They don't sit there and say it doesn't happen. They I, don't I, deny it. All right. But they, they also do the same thing when, when so-called reporters go to the masking them about UFOs. They run the same way or any other topic that to them is not legitimate. Any other topic that they are told is not legitimate. Is it that yeah. e is it that easy to control that, that, the there government? There is, you know. I mean, well, let me ask you something. Okay. Do you think the deep state actually exists? What's the deep state? Tell our listeners what that is. Well, the deep state is, it's, whatever the the cabal that is so powerful, it's pulling the strings from, and they're the ones telling. Everybody else, what to do? The government so behind the government. We think we think the president has the real power, but now he's got a he's got to deal with this. Is the ultimate? Mm. The deep state is the ultimate conspiracy theory. No, I, I don't. I don't. How uh, do you prove it? How do you prove it? And that's a good point. Yeah. You have people that say, "Show me, show me." They don't. And what people really don't understand is. If you have something you want to control, mm -hmm. you're going to want to control who gets to see what. There's some things, if you have power, you want people to talk about because it accrues to your interests. Mm -hmm. And in other times, there are things you, you do not want people to talk about. And so you make sure to keep those things silenced. And if we look at, for example, what's been happening with whistleblowers, mm -hmm. starting with Obama... Uh, is absolutely horrible. Obama has persecuted whistleblowers. I agree they should I mean, be not persecuted. Not persecuted, but persecuted them. I, I, I think and, they should be persecuted and prosecuted. Well, these are people who are coming forward and telling you things that you should know. They're traitors. They're traitors. Well, if depends on what your vested interest is. My vested interest is in the security of the nation, in the safety and of, of the people within the nation. If somebody breaks the, the uh, security, or if they go against the rules and regulations to which they've taken an oath to enforce, they're traitors. If they, you know, we have to draw the line okay. somewhere. So then what you're saying is it's a good thing that the government is indiscriminately tapping every phone call and conversation you have, and I, they know more about you than you know about I yourself. I don't care, because if you've got nothing to hide, you have nothing to fear. I do not care if the government of Canada, the United States, or wherever, was to put a microphone in my house, every room in the house, as well as a TV camera in every room in the house, every room in my offices, watch them 24-7, 365. I have nothing to fear, because I'm hiding nothing. So you place no value whatsoever on your personal privacy. I place more valuable value on the safety 
and security of my country than I do my own. That's right. Well, I think in today's society, point of view. I think That's in today's society, there are too many people. To you, there are too wrong about your point of view. That's your you're expressing a point of view. Mm-hmm. I'm expressing I mean, what I it is to be. A, I'm expressing to be what it is to be a Canadian and what it is to be a proud member of this society, and what it is to to care enough for my country that number one, I have served protecting my country. Number two. I will value the life of every person in my country. Number three, I will defend my country. If you lived in Iran, would you feel the same way about your government that you feel about the Canadian government? You know what? I don't care about the people in Iran. I do care about the people in Canada. All right. So I'm in America. Uh Uh-huh. You're in Canada. Yes. Yes. Give me a good reason why I should care about Canada. If you want to care about Canada, that's your right. If you don't want to care about Canada, that's your right. All right. But when you come to Canada, like when we go to Canada, we like to be ambassadors. Uh, When we go to the United States, we like to be ambassadors from Canada. We observe every law, every rule, every regulation within the United States. We don't go there to cause malice. We don't go there to cause problems. We go there to enjoy our time respecting the rules, regulations, and laws of the countries that we're visiting. Mm-hmm. Well, you've got a lot of joy and pride, but if you're in America, and especially, you know, the fact that we're having an international conversation, mm-hmm. the conversation is being recorded. Yeah, sure, fine. It is being screened for hot buttons. Yep. And there's voice-to-text transcript, and all of this is mm-hmm. real-time. The power is absolutely immense. Every phone call that goes, every time you pick up the phone to call yeah. somebody in the United States, if you're in the United States, yeah. all right, and what we're seeing is a continual decline, all right, of our individual rights. But you what know, rights are being taken away you from you? I don't, know about the, I don't know about your government, but mm-hmm. in the United States government right now, if you sign a non-disclosure agreement mm-hmm. and the government is doing something horrible, all right, uh, they're getting people sick arbitrarily just to see what happens if they get sick. There's plenty of evidence that government, the United States government has done this. Now, if you're a whistleblower mm-hmm. and you want to blow the whistle on that, well... The fact is, when you signed your non-disclosure agreement, you signed away all of your rights, your constitutional rights. You are not allowed to have an attorney. Mm -hmm. All right. What is the point of a government that strips away fundamental rights? What is the use of the person signing... What is the, you know, why would the person sign that form if they truly believed that they would be able to do whatever they wanted if it's a government uh, non-disclosure? You know, when I was in the police force, we signed an oath of secrecy. Right. That I'm bound to even to this very day. And, so I, ho- and it, I hold that, and I hold that with pride. Well, let me ask you. Sure. If you're, uh, you were sitting there and you saw the police of, 
the police chief, mm -hmm. and the police chief was stealing money, uh, doing all kinds of illegal activities, all in the name of security. And would you have just said, okay, I'm going to be a good Canadian. I'm going to look the other way. I'm not going to report this illegal activity. Would you have done that? No. Because right. a law was being broken, a crime was being committed. And I well, was, but, as a, and I was, it, no, wait a second here, Marshall. Yeah. And as a police officer, my sworn duty is to protect and serve and to enforce, at that time, the Canadian Criminal Code. Theft mm -hmm. is under the Canadian Criminal Code, whether you're a member of Parliament, whether you're a, sweet, uh, a street sweeper, or whether you're a chief of police. You break the crime, you do the time. So you're applying that rule to, you're, you have an assumption based on your experience in Canada. All right. Yes. That's um, the only, that's the only experience the I have. I'll tell you is that, you know, when people ask me, where's the best place to survive planet X, mm -hmm. I have a scale of zero to 10, zero being you're going to die badly. It's ground zero and mm -hmm. 10 is, that's as good as it gets. Right. In the United States, there are no 10s. I put up in Canada, there are some areas that I would rate as a 10. So why is it that I don't give full measure to the United States, but I will in Canada? Because you guys are not a bunch of bunch of fascist freaks up there. You really do care about good governance. I can see a government up there sure. that gives a darn. But what you have down here in the United States is not the same thing. But who it's do you blame? You don't. You, you, you can't like, blame the government. You have to blame the people who put the government in power. You, by virtue of voting, have the ability to change the government every four years when it comes to your president and, and throughout the, the elections, throughout the years. You've got the right. If the people don't make much, the right choice, you can't blame the government. How much money does it cost to win an election? I have no Canada? idea. I've never run. Well... It's a good one. You ought to take a look what it costs to become a leader in Canada versus what it costs in the United States. I mean, we have Senate seats that, mm -hmm. that are multi, multi, multi-million dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars. Well, you know, like, I, I, first of all, I, I want to thank you because we, we're running out of time here very fast, marshallmasters.com. And uh, all I can say is, Marshall, that it's always great talking to you, my friend. Take care of yourself. And uh, I, I guess Donald Trump is right. If that's the way it really is, in the United States, it's time to drain the swamp. However, I'm proud to be a Canadian. And uh, Canadians, when you, we travel, we like to represent our country with pride and dignity. I'll be back on the other side of this break. Don't go away. <laughs> 